Welcome to Inside the Drinker Studio. I am w- here with Ralph. Hello. And uh, our special guest today is El Primo, Paul Fierro. Hello. How are you? I am well. Yeah. Thank we you don't for have Juan me. today. Ooh. I know. Producer is busy making tacos, maybe? Making tacos at the uh, open mic night at the bar because we're in my backyard again. Maggie's here waiting for us to drop some beer. And Yoko, my cat, I don't know where the hell that yeah, She in just wanders around. She probably went and stood in her box. So, hey. So, how's everybody doing? It's nice outside. It's nice, cool pleasant. night. It's a cool night. It rained earlier today. Sort of. If you call that rain. Yeah, in El Paso, that counts as rain. Thunder. I don't know. Maybe the east side got it again. But we didn't, I just, no, no, it was a drizzle. I saw like two drops on my windshield when I was driving. Something <laughs> that they call moja pendejos in my language. Mm-hmm. <laughs> moja pendejo? Yeah. And what does that and translate into? moja pendejos. What does that translate into for um, our English-speaking listeners? Well, we, like, only the idiots will get wet. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like drizzling. Or what else do we call it? Like, it makes your car dirty. Just... Just a dusting enough to yeah. make you go to the car wash. Yes. So, Ooh, what are you drinking, Ralph? Ralph is drinking already. I am drinking a a Mexican beer, yes. a Vienna Lager. Uh huh. And it's called Superior. 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 It's pretty good. Yes. It's kind of stinky. A little skunky. Good yeah. shitty beer. Good shitty beer. It wasn't cold enough. I still yeah, I insist that it wasn't cold enough. But you're still it's drinking still it. Good. Yeah, it's still good. Okay. I was cool. craving like a lager today. I just felt like having something refreshing and simple. Why? I don't know. I was just at work and I was like, hmm, a Bud Light would be good right now. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. How hot it's been? Yeah. That's probably why. Yeah. Maybe a Coors Light. Coors Light. Ice maybe. cold. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what was the name of that? Walgreens again? Big Flats. <laughs> Big Flats. <laughs> 256 packs. <laughs> That's beautiful. If anybody knows about that and where to get it, they're MIA if they're now. still out there, let us know. So we can get some for Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, not me. <laughs> I'm not the one that was craving the shitty beer. We'll <laughs> <laughs> send it to Ralph I'll with a little nice red bow on it. I'll take it. Yeah, send it to, to work. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today? Got more beer. I know. We've been doing some beer. So, primo. Beer's a good thing. It is a good thing. You tell me. What is this delicious bottle we have in front of us? So what I brought today is a Popering's Hummel beer. It's a uh, Belgian IPA, I believe. Uh, I actually happened to get a hold of this bottle because my wife signed me up for a Beer of the Month Club. And this is, I believe, the last. uh, There was two 750 milliliter bottles per month that I'd get. And I believe this is the last package that I received. Awesome. I, so I uh, decided this would be a good beer to oh, oh, oh. bring it. and share here. Oh my God! Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! That, <laughs> that exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Did that leave a dent? There's a no? hole in the, the patio no. roof. <laughs> okay, we're fine. It's a good thing that wasn't aiming yeah, at anybody. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, like Maggie was all like, "What the hell? <laughs> what happened?" Very good. Okay. Awesome. Well, we can start pouring. I will so do the honors. So, how do those subscription uh, yeah, the mail order beer. Yeah. How does that work? Uh, Is it like approved by Texas beforehand or something? That I'm not sure actually because as far as I- in my in my knowledge and in my experience it was always 
illegal to ship alcohol in Texas. Mm. Uh, we were one of the few states that had that crappy law, but... Um, uh, I Texas has a very shitty law. I, I, I'm sorry, to ABC, but you kind of suck. Oh, yeah, yeah, no it's, doubt. It's really weird. It's yeah. really strange. But... You need to finish your, your beer. Oh, yeah, you guys have something in there. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're superior. Down it. Woo! There we go. So I, I actually thought that it was still illegal until my wife told me, or she surprised me on Valentine's Day and said, hey, I signed you up for a Beer of the Month Club. Oh, that's so romantic. And she knows the way to my heart. Uh, so, yeah, she, she basically did it without my knowledge. I'm not sure how much she paid. Well, I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure it's a, a little pricey because uh, we, we have gotten Ooh. it was just a, a three month plan they have like three months six mm. months year plans and she got me a three month plan and mm-hmm. uh, okay. it, yeah uh, it was it was and good, this is actually good beer. In, oh it's oh German and French and uh, English there we go oh man that's that smells that's amazing it nice. tastes amazing wow that's really good my summer occasional showers mark this exceptional oil with a unique aromatic hop taste. Oh, yeah. It's got that, that hoppiness. It's got a little Belgian zinc to it. Mm-hmm. It's almost got like a farmhouse quality mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Fresh harvest, 2015. A little hay, a little doughiness. That is nice. This is really but good. Salud. How would you uh, describe it, Primo? It's uh, just a very... Yeah, it's, it's, it's got a nice, almost like a earthy hoppiness to it. It's earthy. Little, little bit of a cheesy flavor to it. I think that's from the the Belgian farmhouse quality. Um, but yeah, just great, great, well balanced beer. And mm. Very, very. Ni- yeah, it is kind of cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like I think a it would. Stinky, it would, a good yeah. stinky cheese. Good stinky it cheese. would, it would pair pair well with the stinky piece of cheese. Yeah. Wow. A nice cheese plate with some fruit. Mm. That was very nice. But I just ate. So maybe dessert? Homel beer? That's the beautiful thing about beer is you can have it for an appetizer, you can have it with your Ooh, main course or with dessert. That would be cool. This Not like the Christmas shit. No, no, no. Like the, the nice custard one topped with fruits, fresh fruits. Okay. That would be really good. Whole Foods, hurry up and open up because they make <laughs> awesome fruitcake. Do know, they fruit really? Tart. Fruit tart. Yeah, that's fruit what it is. Tart. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they do. So... Cheers. Yeah, salud. All right, primo. So uh, before we start the questions here, I, I have one that's not on the script because everybody should know that you owned primos along with your other primos. Mm-hmm. And if anybody is uh, familiar with that, that was um, where, uh, what is it? Brass Monkey? Yeah, the tea spout. That's yeah. what it is now. No, it's a Paul Mitchell hair salon. Is it not the, the tea spot? It, the tea spot is right next door to where oh, we were. Okay. It was a Paul Mitchell. So one? We're, uh, we're we're now at no, it's a hair salon now. I thought it was a tea spot. Well, well, it's there. It's there. Yeah, that was an awesome place, and I remember getting uh, 120 minute from you mm-hmm. that we exchanged for a gumble head. Oh, oh wow. great trade. Yeah, that was a good trade. He <laughs> was just looking at me like this crazy bitch, and then I brought it, and there we go. We got him. Yep. So tell us about that, please. So Primos kind of came about, uh, I, I started my craft beer journey, geez, it's got to be almost 10 years now. Uh, a buddy of mine that I used to work with uh, introduced me to craft beer. At, at the time, I was, I guess, like 
pretty much the majority of beer drinkers start off with. Uh, you just really know Budweiser, Miller, Coors. Yeah. Uh, and he he was a home brewer, and he introduced me to the world of beer. And uh, I, I once I started trying the variety of flavors that were out there, I just I fell in love, and I jumped right into it. And before long, I was on a mission to try anything and everything that I could get my hands on. And the passion just continued to grow. And eventually, uh, I had an opportunity to open up a, a, a beer store. And my my goal was to open up the best biggest selection beer store in El Paso and I think I succeeded we opened up in December 2011 uh, we had I don't even, I mean over a thousand different beers come through our doors uh, literally uh, it was a great experience and I, I I'm very happy that we were able to contribute to El Paso and and help move the beer scene along mm. and yeah. get it to where it's it's coming today and there's still there's still work to do but I and think yeah, and that, so then what happened? Why did you close? I mean, the act, the uh, support didn't grow as quickly as I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of overhead, and and uh, anybody who works with beer knows that the the margin aren't aren't as great as yeah. like liquor, mm-hmm. uh, and and us being just a strictly beer store with a little bit of a wine selection. But yeah, we just didn't get the support that I expected, and I think we were just a little bit ahead of the curve. Uh, if we were to open up a Primos now, I I know it would do. Much Great. better. So, y- yes. would you do it again? Absolutely, it's still in the plans. One awesome. day, one really? day, I do hope awesome. to bring Primos back again. Uh, I learned a good amount during our, our two year run, mm-hmm. uh, and I would do a few things different. And I know what works, but yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely oh, a, a concept that I believe is viable for Texas, viable mm-hmm. for El Paso, and yeah. uh, I, I would love to re. I guess start up and bring back my my love of beer and share it with all of El Paso, which is what my my goal was initially with Primo. Yeah. I just want to... I think that people were just starting to get into it. Yeah. I mean, Hoppy mm-hmm. Monk was like the, uh, one of the few ones. Like the only right. One They'd only been open for a year when we opened up. Yeah. So it was, they were still also still getting to where they are today. Yeah. But Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, like also like the big stores, they kind of like... They've taken that a little bit now? Well, yeah. I mean, Specs has a great selection. Yeah. And it's kind of sad that, I mean, I... I try supporting you guys and i'm sure that a lot of the people here try supporting you guys but the big guys too it's like that's why it's really important to support local people yeah yep buy local yeah uh, but a funny thing is actually i would have several of the specs employees uh come and buy beer at at my place for that reason mm-hmm. because they they knew that craft beer is kind of a homegrown local deal and yeah. they wanted to support l- a local beer store uh so i would have I, I actually know a few of the the workers there because they would come and frequent my shop mm. yeah cool. yeah i remember the shop too the layout was pretty neat like it was really cool because you did have a, a pretty big selection in there huge beer fridge yeah. 14 it doors of beautiful beautiful beer yeah. <laughs> we, we were able to sell singles you can make your own six packs which a lot of people really enjoyed yeah that was fun because yeah you don't you don't want to go and buy a six pack of something you taste and you're like oh great yeah this is crap this. and now i got <laughs> Five and I a half was other like a kid in a candy this. store. I remember <laughs> going and Juana's like, we're kind of in a budget. And I'm like, can we buy this? Oh, my God, look at that. Uh, yeah. Budgets. Well, we did spend like $100 or something. Like it's okay because like, it's it beer. Was, it was good. Yeah, we love that stuff. And yay. Because to me, when when you're buying or when you're spending money on alcohol or beer specifically, it's, it's not just, hey, I'm going to buy this alcohol. It's going to get me drunk. Yeah. 
When yeah. you buy a good beer, it's an experience. Whether you drink it alone or you drink it with friends, there's always like, hey, I'm sitting on the patio, I'm enjoying this nice cigar, or mm-hmm. I'm getting together with some friends, and I want to. We don't want to just drink something that's going to be in the background. You can yeah. drink. I mean, you can get water if you yeah. want Bud Light to just get <laughs> fucked up. But if you want to actually enhance your experience and not only enjoy the time with your friends, but in enjoy indulge indulge mm-hmm. your other senses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, so craft beer to me has always been more than just the drink itself. It's an experience. Cool. I think it's an interesting way to look at things. Yeah. Or at, at beer specifically. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was a really cool time, I'm sure, for you. And then after that, you moved on to. I uh, went on to work for Big Ben Brewing Company, which is out of Alpine, Texas. At the time, it was the closest brewery. It was the closest. When people ask for local, it was like, ah, Big Ben, but that's not here. Right, yeah. So uh, Local is a l- tiny little town of 5,000 people, like three hours away from here. Yeah. Which is, when you think about it, uh, Alpine has a population of 5,000 people, and they had a full-scale brewery where all is el paso mm. we've got what eight hundred thousand in the metro area yeah and and there at was the time n- there was nothing, nothing. There well was nothing. i mean sun oh yeah sun city it. i guess yeah or wh- not sun uh sun brew your favorite yeah. place i still haven't been there <laughs> you're not so. missing out on much well let's hope the guapo's not listening to this <laughs> uh oh <laughs> no it's okay <laughs> don't worry yeah i so remember that, them for yeah. their pizzas more than their beer they made pizza? Because they, uh, yeah, they had that one little restaurant out there. Didn't they? Isn't that them? It's I, now gone. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to talk shit about it, but the food doesn't look very attractive. I, <laughs> I do want to go out and try it. I'm okay. I'm Make sure tempted. you take some uh, antibiotics with you just in case. <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. <and laughs> and Make sure it doesn't smell like a pool toy. Yeah, uh. exactly. Yeah. But yeah, working for Big Ben was actually a, a, a great experience. I, I went from working on the retail side to now going on the the brewery side, mm-hmm. and uh, I was able to do that for because of Primos. Uh, I, I got to meet the head brewer uh, Steve Anderson. God rest his soul. Oh God, such a cool dude. So, yeah, greatest greatest beer guy I've ever met, and uh, I, I I met them when they were beginning distribution in El Paso they would stop into the store and I'd always hook them up with some beer for for them to take on the drive back to Alpine mm-hmm. and uh, when I closed my doors and at, it just so happened that they were looking for an El Paso rep and I know beer yeah, I know El Paso awesome. and it was a, a match Thanks made to in heaven. you Big Ben made it here <laughs> big I tried I we tried we tried yeah uh, I mean, it, it helps when you have a good product that you can sell, and and like yeah. I said, Steve Anderson is a very was a very talented man, and uh, just made some of the most incredible session beers, some of the best beers I've ever I've ever had, and it it was actually a, a really great experience because uh, when we first started off, uh, we were still self distributing, so we would literally send a truck once a week down from Alpine, uh, one of those beat up uh, old Mercedes. Um, I don't know what you would call them, like extended cab deals. Uh-huh. That, and that thing was governed at 60 miles an hour. So there was a couple times when I would go to Alpine and ride with the truck down here. And you're on the freeway. You're on I-10 where the speed limit is 80 miles an hour. And you're on this old dinky truck <laughs> that's governed at 60, 65 miles an hour. And you have semis blowing past you. Yeah. You know it's bad when the semis are yeah. tailgating you and, and passing you. But, uh, yeah, the 
Wow. It, it my time down there just really really made me love Texas even more. Uh, it's it's completely. If anybody ever has a chance to go down there, I highly recommend it. Uh, visit Marfa, visit Alpine, Fort Davis. Yeah, uh, it's just beautiful, really beautiful nice. West Texas country Get out there. Get a chance to visit the brewery. I know they do visit tours the now. They have their little uh, brew pub over there. Like yeah, they're doing they're doing some nice things down there. Yeah, That's cool. Really awesome. We should take a road trip down there. It's fun. It's really cute, and we can stop in Marfa. You know, with all the hippies. You can do a, you can do an on the spot yeah we can do yeah. that'd be really cool you can take the podcast to Big Mobile. Bend who's brewing do you know what, who's who's now the head brewer um, or, is it, or I was I was gone from the brewery when Steve passed unfortunately yeah and they hired a, a young German guy I'm I'm what about Henrik missing is he, is out he on his there? name no he he's actually now working he just opened up a new brewery in Fort Worth called I think Legal. Legal brewing or legal draft, something along those oh, lines. Oh, so that's the and that literally opened that. just this past weekend. But oh, he's wow. a, he's out in okay, Fort Worth cool. now. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah, there's this there's this new young German guy. I, I believe he's a classically German trained brewer. I think they did an interview or something. They feature something on Fusion Magazine here in El Paso about it. Yes. And that that issue where, uh, yeah, I, it was a beer one for mm-hmm. the craft uh, beer thing. Best here. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so. That was that was interesting. I, I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> I was more focused and excited because I had my first article printed there. So was that the fun. beer cocktail? One? Yeah, that was a beer okay. cocktail. So yay! You fancy, huh? I know. <laughs> hey, I got a I got another one. It's about bitters. bitters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. That's so for another podcast. That's for another podcast. <laughs> so okay, so then you left Big Bend, and then now you're. Now I'm working at UTEP, um, back at a desk job, watching my ass get bigger Ooh. as I sit in front of a computer <laughs> all day. It's not as not as fun or glamorous as owning a beer store or being a beer rep, but it pays the bills. Hey, that's fine. You can you can still drink beer. Yeah. But like I said, I do I do plan to bring Primos back one day, and this is actually helping me get to that goal because I'm I'm able to start saving some money again. And yes, and more than happy to to promote mm-hmm. i think this this is a good thing to do yeah. Yeah, hopefully sooner rather than later awesome to primos to primos to primos Cheers. Uh, i'm almost done with this beer yay They're to primos yeah. oh yeah there you go all right well we'll keep pouring some beer here and uh ralph you want to go ahead question? and yeah okay go ahead with the questions everybody is subjected to our questionnaire all right so our, our first question of the night what historical figure or figures or figures would you like alive? to have a drink with yeah and what would that drink be Ooh, that's a good question i wish i would have had some time to think about it but i guess <laughs> i would go with <laughs> that's true <laughs> i guess jesus holy shit that's a first Whew. Because when you run out of beer, he could just <laughs> grab, just, just, just grab yeah, a big that bowl of water, water and then ask for and it. And then he'll be like, what, what kind of beer do you what want? What kind of beer? Exactly. What and then would just you be like, boom. Turn it into a stout. It'd be, it'd have stout. to be an IPA. An IPA. But mm. the best IPA, because I, I would imagine that Jesus Turn would Turn this into Pliny the Elder. Better than Pliny the <laughs> Elder. Holy you know hell, that it wow. would be fresh. Because it's Jesus. It would, it's Jesus. It'd be fresh. <laughs> it'd be <laughs> it'd be perfect. There'd be no flaws. I would love to get drunk with Jesus too. 
Yeah. And exactly. And you, you get start to walking drunk. on water just to shits and giggles, you know? Yeah, you start. <laughs> make all a right, bet. Jesus, make me float. Make me hey. fly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the possibilities are endless when you think about that it. That would be really cool. <laughs> Any IPA you want. Any beer you want. Any beer you want. Okay. That's a good, that's a good that's choice. A, that's I've a really good choice. No one has ever said Jesus yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else or you're good? No, actually, the, the that w- once I it. thought about it, that's. You can have an unlimited supply of beer as long as you have access to some water. Heck, you could probably just make it out of nothing. You can just have a party. Yeah, exactly. Invite <laughs> all your friends and be like, look, Bring we're the about apostles. to drink. Just don't invite that, that Judas guy. Just <laughs> keep him out. Yeah, yeah, he's not allowed. Yeah, no, he's not allowed in. <laughs> so bring the other 11 over. <laughs> the other 11 are cool. That's a good answer. As long as uh, Mama doesn't come in because, you know. She'll shut the party down She'll real shut quick. the party down. Virgin oh. Mary will be like, enough. And nah, she was she was she was a party animal, I bet. <laughs> just just send her over, a, you know, make some wine. Maybe she'll there like some go. wine. Hey okay. Jesus, make some mead for Mama. For mead. There's <laughs> 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 oh something God. that'll knock her out. <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna go to <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what Maggie's barking to, but maybe a skunk. No, the skunk got run over. There's the skunk in the area. There was. It got run over? It got Uh-oh. run over. Did it smell? Mm, my windows were closed, okay. so I couldn't tell. So, yeah, we saw it yesterday driving down the road by wow. the park. The skunk was it. driving? No, we are. <laughs> <sighs> we were driving. Uh-huh. Juan was driving. Okay. And then I saw something furry, like right there, just on the road. And then I turned, and then I see the black and the, the white black stripe. And white. Oh, man. Oh, I was like, oh, my God, Pepe Le Pew got run over. <laughs> and I didn't know, like, I was kind of happy because it's not going to stink. And, you know, I, like I believe that this again. is the skunk that sprayed my dog. But at the same time, it was sad. Because, you know, poor little thing. It's an animal. Yeah. It's an animal. And what if, what, if the, what if the culprit is still out there somewhere? And that was just I don't know. Goat. I haven't smelled anything tonight, so... <laughs> Maybe he had a family. He's plotting, biding his time to, <laughs> to strike <laughs> when, when it'll hurt the most. He's going to skunkify all your beer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. As long as it doesn't spray my dog again, um, I'll be okay with that. So, other than that. So, talk about death. The dead skunk. Dun, dun, dun. See, if and if Jesus, if you were having a beer with Jesus, he'd be like, I'll bring that skunk back to life. Just okay, like cool. <laughs> and just don't he, make him spray. And he won't spray you. Okay, cool. If you were to die, what beer, wine, or spirit would you like to come back as? I would come back as arrogant bastard. Holy. Mm. Because it's bold, it's in your you face. Are. And I remember the first time I tried an arrogant bastard, I was like, holy moly, this is this is a beer that'll put hair on your chest. And yeah. even now uh, actually, there was a, a. I went a good while without having, yeah. uh, having an arrogant bastard, and you guys had it yeah, on. Yeah, we on have draft, it on tap. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too long ago, and I was in there, and I was like, "Whoa, I haven't seen arrogant bastard on tap in a long time. Hook me up with those." Now and they have it in a can. Yeah, now That's it's in even the can. better, dude. I mean, yeah, obviously from a keg is fresh, but so the you like can it? In, you like it in the can, can also? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was a good bastard in a can. <laughs> And the double bastard too, and the old and all these bastard yeah, they, versions. But that, I would that I would come back making. as just regular old arrogant bastard cool. because it when I tried it again and I I, I was always a big fan of that beer yeah. and it, yeah. it kind of helped me grow an appreciation for hops. Mm-hmm. And because at the t- early on in my my beer journey, 
that was one of the biggest beers that had yeah. a national reputation. But yeah, it was available here in El Paso yeah. when there wasn't ma- very much else. So I remember I yeah I cut my nails on that that beer a lot. I drank a lot of Arrogant Bastard, and when I had it recently, it was just as good, if not better, than I remember. <laughs> it's been good. It, it was one of my first craft beers as well, yeah. the the strong ones. And I remember that we got it in Chicago, and it was just the name. I'm like, one, that sounds like a, must be a good beer. That and uh, Brother Thelonious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's a good beer. Those, like, caught my eye, got him, and I don't remember what happened. That's a good That's thing. Fun. about <laughs> alcohol, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was good, so. You had a lot of very Stone, good bastards. Stone is a good brewery. Yeah, we need Stone to have awesome. Carl. We need to yeah, have Carl's him good and this podcast. Mm-hmm, he'd be a good guest. Yeah. So. But everything they did, Stone did everything right, right with that beer. Mm-hmm. They uh, the, the 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 beer itself is great, but the marketing I think is what really takes it to mm-hmm. another level. When you look at the back of the bottle and you see yes. you are not worthy. Yes. Yeah. Only yeah. You, the description. You probably won't like this beer. Is, <laughs> is what the description yeah, starts off with. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. So far, like, you got ace in these questions. Oh, Drinking uh, with Jesus. Coming Jesus back as an arrogant bastard. Jesus IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus IPA. Nice. What else do we have here? I like that. Uh, we need to move on with the beer. Another That's beer? what we need to do. Take your pick. We got three more. Um, um, we're going to oh do yeah. we're gonna okay. this one. The next one is from Insurgente, which is a brewery. It's a Mexican brewery. Um, I just got this yesterday. You guys can get it if you go to Juarez. Juarez people, you can get this at Soriana. Where did you buy this in Juarez? Soriana. I got it in Soriana. They had it in Soriana, but uh, also the beer box over there in Juarez, uh, they carry this. Um, Cerveza Estilo with beer. So this is based on um, mm. Trigo y Malta Pilsner. So malt and uh, wheat. Wheat. Yes. With uh, orange peel, coriander. So it's uh, fruity and uh, complex, it says. That's a so win. So it's called Tiniebla from Insurgente. Brewery. Does that mean anything? Tiniebla? Um, it's like hell. Ooh. Hell? Yeah, Tinieblas, Tiniebla. Yeah, that's, that's a version. Like I've never heard it's, that it's, it's a word for hell. Um, evil. And I'm trying to... Oh, this is from Tijuana. Tijuana, Baja California. Welcome so, to Tijuana. Yeah. <laughs> I've had this. It's really good. Actually, it's, it's one of the few... I mean, there's really a, there's a lot of a uh, craft beer now in in Mexico. It's it's a thing. That's that's something that I'm really missing out on. But there's still some out there, you know. They're they're still not very consistent. They're still not up there. But mm. this is one of the few that is very very good, along with uh, a, a bunch of them. The trend is starting to hit Mexico, and yeah, I big, I big really trend. have to give the Mexican craft brewers a whole lot of credit because. Yes. The way the laws are down there in Mexico, it, it's completely different where in, than in the U.S. It's much more easier, though. For a craft... Well, yes and no, because everything is so monopolized by the big Well, yeah, but, you know, I, we were talking about that yesterday because we were at a couple of bars in Juarez. And uh, if you, you, you sign a contract with right. Carta Blanca or exactly. with, you know, Cerveceria Cuauhtémoc or whatever. Yeah, they'll hook you and up with tables. They'll hook you up with everything. They give you everything. Yeah, they'll paint a big sign outside your store or whatever. All of that's illegal But then you the can't, you can't bring anything else. You have to bring their line. If you bring something else, you can't bring craft. Yeah. 
So that's wow. why that's why you got to give a lot of credit to those Mexican craft breweries yeah. because they're they're literally fighting an uphill battle because these that is true these big corporations have just muscled them out and they have an empire literally mm-hmm. established down there and just trying to make a dent. Not in a the lot market. of free market down there. Nope, not at all. <laughs> no, so. Well, I guess you I'm could say sad. it is a free market, but, but the, the big, the big corp, the money wins, with money the corporations. talks. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and if you're a business owner and somebody says, "Hey, I'm going to pay for every table and every tap, everything you have in the bar, everything that you need for a bar, just sell our beer," it's yep. very tempting yeah, to say, definitely. "Okay, they will hook deal. You up. They will give you the fridge and everything." So obviously, so. obviously, those craft breweries don't have that that pool. So. Mm-hmm. They are they're fighting an uphill battle and I I highly recommend anybody going down to Juarez to support support the local Mexican beer scene. Oh, I couldn't catch the porn, but there we go. Tiniebla by Insurgente. Yeah, I, I got to get my passport to get to make it out there cuz the beer you box You don't need it. Well, did you have any issues when you were out there? No. Do you have a passport though? I do. Okay. Zach didn't have you one. You can do it with a birth certificate, I believe. You have your ID. Okay. Um, but I gotta carry this huge birth certificate. <laughs> no, just take your ID. I mean, right now they haven't passed that law. Apparently, they're gonna pass a law that it's gonna require you to have the passport, or okay. you're gonna get shit. They can't deny you entry if you're an American, but they will give you shit. They might take you to that little room. They'll detain you. Yeah. You'll get a cavity search. See, my issue though is that since I was born in Germany, I have a different birth certificate like I, I can't even order it through the same process that people born in the states can get the yeah. birth certificate so i feel like that would complicate things just go get a passport yeah dude. i do i got it just I, just I just go i, I mean you have Probably an id right yeah. there you go i mean we'll go get yeah your ID. i've got my fake id as long as you're willing to get yelled at or you know zach didn't get yelled at at all yesterday because he's, he's white super white <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna confuse him for uh, the agent was like are you guys all related right like no. <laughs> Do we look like we're related? Zach is our albino <laughs> brother. Yeah. No. So, yeah, you guys need to go check out the, the craft beer scene in Juarez. It's it's booming. It's getting out there thanks to Beer Box and some other uh, local bars over there. They're trying really hard to get it out there. So, yeah. It's going really good. taste. How is this? I don't know. Taste. Salud. Cheers. Cheers to Mexican breweries. Mm. Ooh, a little homebrewish of an aroma. Ooh, it tastes like orange. Like the the aroma of the orange is very very prominent. The taste. Yeah, it almost tastes like somebody squeezed a an orange. An in orange it. in here. Nice multi mm. balance, not bad. I think it's very very good. It doesn't have very quite smooth. the the sweetness that typic that you wits usually have, but it, it's got that nice sweetie character. I would totally re- replace Blue Moon. Yeah, definitely. With this. No with this. Oh, yeah. Without even putting an orange mm-hmm. in no you doubt. don't need to. No. It's really good. You know, I've had, I've, I've, several times I've ordered a Blue Moon at places where that's as craft as it gets. Yeah. And they <laughs> automatically put an orange in it, and I've sent pints back. I've sent, I've really? sent pictures back. And said, I didn't, I don't want an orange. That's going to, okay, I don't, make sure it's going to ruin my if beer. If you ever order a Blue Moon at my bar. I, I, I had to now. Alex I, I, doesn't put it. Unless you ask for it, but I know that the other guys, and so, I mean, I do it too, because that's what people want. That's, because, yeah, they went around training people to do that, right? They, that they did. Like, that brewery yeah. did. Yeah. But I think that was deal. that was more of, like, a gimmick, I yes. think. Like, hey, you can cut an orange, and look, stick it on there. It's but they even, like, advertise it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah. 
they it, it's it's their way of getting it out yeah. there. Yeah, sort of. You put it out there in people's it's like, faces. Oh, and our beer is undrinkable. But if you put an orange in it, <laughs> people put lime in <laughs> beer. Yeah. So in Tecate, yeah, that's what I was just thinking yeah. about. If an orange, yeah, people will be even more amazed if you put an orange in there. Check this out. They took the time to cut the orange and put it out there. Which it works, but I just wish that bartenders would generally ask if, if would you, you like an orange it. instead of just automatically. Okay, people, yep. if you ever see Paul Fierro out there in your bar. If you give me a blue Don't moon with an, an orange, orange, I will send that shit back. <laughs> Man. <laughs> they must be so surprised, too. I'm like, what? Yeah. Why? I know, right? All the <laughs> girls will be like, what? So, anyways. Just ask. Would you like an orange, sir? Yes, no. Simple as that. It'll save everybody Yeah, but sometimes ahead. you ask that here, and they look at you like, really? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. It shouldn't be expected. I'm just, you know. Duly noted, at least I in my bar. I, I don't you. like to, to feel like I'm a beer snob, but I do have some snobbish tendencies here and there. That happens it's to be It's a fierro thing. It's a fierro thing. I think so. <laughs> there we go. Somehow, I still need to find out if we are related, you and I. I'm sure if you go far, back far enough, we Probably. Are. There's not a lot of fierros, so. Do DNA testing to find out. Maybe, yeah. We, we can be. We can have a special episode. Because I, like, that would be really cool for me, like, primo. No, he's actually yeah, Prima. When you reopen Primos, that's what we'll do. We'll <laughs> oh, have you guys yeah. get tested. Okay, cool. And then maybe I can ask for like, hey, can I be an orange? <laughs> 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 We're related, you know? Hey, you're related, so you'll work for free, right? Uh, <laughs> that's, what fam- that's what Mexicans families do. I won't work for free. I won't for beer. <laughs> yeah. I'll do it for beer. That's I'll good. do Close. a podcast enough, from there. All right. <laughs> well, if you're a beer snob, I need to ask, what is your motto? What is my motto? What is your motto? Drink better. Drink better. I should put that in a T-shirt. That's very good. That that's a good T-shirt, actually. Yeah, drink better. Okay, next time you open Primos again, Primos in the front, drink better in the back. <laughs> actually, I had that was my Primos. Really? Motto. I drink Aww. better. Not in not in the sign, but on. I, I, I didn't even it. make I didn't I even make shirts or anything, but I had some test stuff done, and it said drink better under Primos. Nice. That's really cool. That is cool. But I, I, that's the motto that We're I. We're gonna need a T-shirt like that. Mm-hmm. Drink better. Drink better. You can do better than that, people. Yeah, Walgreens beer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that wasn't for me. (laughs) I'm going to look for that beer now. I'm going to look for that beer. You go and look for it. That is ridiculous. We're going to have a podcast dedicated. Let's do a cheap beer podcast, yeah. Let's do a seal reserve. We're going to do a shitty beer podcast at Walgreens. (laughs) (laughs) Outside the Walgreens. Over here in Sunland and uh, Mesa. Shadow Mountain, that one, right? Shout them out. Oh, okay, yeah, I've been to that. If one. we find it there. If we find that the one at Bassett, we'll do it over there. No, you know what? Like I said, I haven't seen Big Flats in any Walgreens in yeah. a long time. They used if to have we, like if big If I find it, displays. I'll take a picture we'll and just I'll call corporate and ask them where it is. Send it over. We demand Big Flats. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play I'll play double for that. Yeah. 5 bucks. <laughs> we'll advertise you on our podcast. <laughs> we'll probably hook you up with a case. I could that'll cost you what like 15 bucks. That gives you a pallet of a beer. A pallet of beer. <laughs> what would we do? We'd have a party. Uh, what else can you do party with that Party in the beer? backyard. Woo. You have beer pong. You have flip cup. Mm. You have... That'd be a good night. We can play a flip cup right here. In your yeah, in my new little walkway. That it's, made, it's halfway made down. for flip cup. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> beer pong. Actually, that would work better with beer pong. So, like, the whole walkway is the, the whole table? The walkway is a table. Mm. Yes. Huh. Interesting. I Interesting. Know. Yeah, once you do have this all, you should have a party out here. 
once this is all done. We should have a podcast party. With? Walk With all speak. our guests? All our guests? All and our guests and shitty beer. And shitty beer. Steel reserve for everybody. <laughs> now we're talking. That's a party I want to go to. There you go. <laughs> Actually, I think I went to a party like that when I was in high school. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll it was a Mickey's. Some... It was a Mickey's uh, party when they had those small, like grenade-looking yeah. bottles. Oh my God! They don't make those anymore. I haven't seen them, but it's not like I go around looking for, Look Mickey's, for Mickey's anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pre-legal <laughs> drinking age yeah. type of deal. <laughs> yeah, well, talk about Walgreens. I am surprised they do have a good selection of craft beer. This one does. This, this one over here, yes, it does. There's certain Walgreens that do. They're they're getting there. But that's that's the the. The trend is going that that direction now. People are they're starting to out. yeah, they're they're starting to get out there and try different things aside yeah. from everything that's been shoved in their faces the whole their whole lives. Finally, and I did find a Wookie jacket when I was at Walgreens. Really? Time. No kidding. Oh, wow. In Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's a Walgreens. Well, yeah, but, but it's like whoa. That's not. I guess El Paso Walgreens are different because I remember going to uh, Walgreens in Alamogordo. Uh, when I had, uh, I was going up to Cloudcroft with some buddies, and we stopped there for some beer, and they have, they have like a little separate beer section and all the Walgreens up there, and mm-hmm. they had a very good selection. There was, yeah. there was like maybe three or four six packs that I remember picking up that I hadn't tried, and wow. made that weekend that much more enjoyable. At a the Walgreens. first craft that I saw was like a fat tire mm-hmm. at Walgreens. I've seen that, yeah. But yeah. no, it's not. I no. think that might be just an El Paso. And, and El Paso has always been so far behind the times when it comes to craft beer. Yeah. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me that a Walgreens in New Mexico or Chicago would have oh, yeah. a, a better selection than any place you can find here in town. Yeah. So. I don't know. I was lucky enough um, when the scene really started to, you know, to explode. I, I lived in the Northeast, and the Western beverages there – had a really good craft beer section. Like the the GM was like making it like his personal Northeast? pet project. Yeah. Which one? Uh, this was the one on like like the end of fifty four. Uh, Sean Haggerty. Yeah. Like like. Mm-hmm. Past Sean Haggerty. It was like uh, fifty four in I think Macombs. Yeah. Wow. It was really good. Really good selection. Like I was I was lucky to to have that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I have to keep pushing to to get more beer here. It's it's tough. Yeah. TBC. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We should we should make that our since Bernie Sanders is no longer the in the race essentially. We yeah. gotta our our new goal is just to promote craft beer here in El Paso and change TABC. Yeah, I think what you guys should do next is have a podcast at the TABC offices and <laughs> grill them. Downtown, oh, man. How come you guys are such assholes? <laughs> yeah. You people suck. How come you're holding back the I want to sell thing? growlers and yeah. I can because I have a mixed beverage. Why and, can't know, I get growlers? A license like that. Like That's that what I wanted. I could have growlers. Growlers, I'm sorry. Yeah. We can have it made. I'm going to have it made about for the bar. But, but you can't fill them there. I cannot fill them. That's ridiculous. I could fill them, but you have to drink it there. That's ridiculous. That's not the purpose of a growler. Yeah, no, I know, but <laughs> it's like, oh, can you? Do you have a pitcher that I can buy just to have it here, and then that's it. pretty much it. It'll be it's instead it. of a pitcher. Hoppy Monk does that too. Yeah. Yeah. You know these places, and it's kind of 
Sad. Every state, every state has some funky beer laws, and I yeah. learned this when I was opening Primos. Texas has some funky beer laws, but we are not the worst by far. That's there's good. some. Oh no, some there, states. there's worse. Oklahoma, I know, is bad. Uh, Utah, uh, Utah, is Utah bad. with Utah's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's why you, Winta is there, but they only sell it outside the state. They cannot have it there. That's insane. There's some, yeah, there's some funky, funky laws in a lot of these states, but we we do need to see some change here in Texas. We do. I mean, it'll it'll benefit the economy, I think. You know. I think so. And I mean, you you were telling me that the whole growler thing is that you're worried that someone would fill a growler with alcohol and, and take it out. Like. I, I guess mean, that's the reason why. I mean, they were doing the uh, the canning too when uh, mm-hmm. we're in Austin, and they also oh, got. Oh, I remember that. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's like really, like. There's a lot of work to be done in Texas and and I guess countrywide, but yeah, you, you got to start local and try and nah. push change from that end. What yeah. else? What else can you do? And yeah, I think just improving, you know, our our market out here, just letting people know that El Paso, you know, is, is a destination for your beers. Yeah, is important. It is. So, next question. Moving on. So beer. What is your biggest extravagance? When it comes to beer? Or anything Anything. Like. Oh, well, anything. I'm Ooh. just asking because you like beer, and I'm assuming that you might have a beer extravagance, but if it's something else. Actually, I do have a beer extravagance. I, I kind of consider myself a beer tourist. Any place that I happen to be at, uh, any city I visit, I always try and find the, the local brewery, the local watering hole that has uh, 100 beers on tap and mm. rate it and try <laughs> as much stuff that I haven't tried before. It, and, and like I said, I call it kind of a beer tourist because I like traveling. When I, when I travel, I don't travel specifically for beer. I'll travel for to accompany my wife on business or uh, to visit some family. Mm-hmm. But wherever I go, I always make sure to track down That's the beer. That's a nice, nice thing to do. Yeah. It's a nice extravagance. When, okay, tell me... Uh, what are the most interesting breweries you've been in? Last year, no, two years ago, uh, we were down in Atlanta and we visited this brewery called Orpheus. Hmm. They're a fairly new brewery. I believe they're only open maybe a year. Mm-hmm. A year would be pushing it. Less than a year for sure. Uh, they're called Orpheus. They're in Atlanta and they make only sour beers. Oh, wow. Oh, <coughs> that's wow. interesting. And at the time, I was not, not as big into, well, I'm still not big into sours, but I was even less so back then. <laughs> yeah. And they made this, they had this sour, uh, the name is, escapes me right now, but it was a, a plum, a plum sour. Ooh. And it was about 8% ABV, and man, was that beer great. Uh, they had some other stuff, some, some of it was hit or miss, which uh, typically, I, I guess, new startup breweries are like that, but... Uh, it, this place left an impression on me. I, I bought a glass there. I bought a T-shirt. And did you bring any beer with you? No, unfortunately not. Mm-hmm. My suitcase, my suitcase would not fit. And and they don't. <laughs> everything that they, since they were such a new brewery, they didn't have any bottles or, or cans. So okay. everything was draft only. They had a few places that they distributed to around uh, Atlanta, but no no bottles. So mm-hmm. nothing that I could bring back to share ex- aside from my experience and my recommendation mm-hmm. to. I've got a coworker out there. I gotta, I gotta ask him to send me some. There you go. Do it. <laughs> I'm Do sure it. They, they probably started bottling or canning by now. So okay. yeah, definitely. If if you can get a hold of that. That's but really Orpheus. cool. 
Uh, and and the best brewery experience that I ever had uh, was when I went to the Anchor Brewery mm. in in San Francisco. Anchor. Oh my goodness. Really? Yes. What oh was so special goodness. about that one? Everything that you imagine the penultimate brewery to be, this is. They have the the beautiful copper kettles that you see yes. in pictures uh, of of breweries in Germany. Yeah. Uh, they have a great history. Um, w- when you go and take a tour there, the tours are all free. You just got to sign up ahead of time. Uh, but the tours are free. You get beer throughout the whole tour. Uh, they tell you about the brewery, what, what's going on currently, what they're working on, what's going on in the future, the history of the brewery. And, and just I, I fell in love with that brewery when, when I visited Did it. you have any uh, Anchor Steam, like fresh? I had the freshest Anchor Steam. Oh, man. Oh, we had, that they is had a good beer. The, uh, what, what's the bar of the wine that they make? The bi- uh, is it Bigfoot? No, Bigfoot is Sierra Nevada. The... Uh, Foghorn. Foghorn? I don't know. I don't think we get that. We only get, like, Anchor Steam, the California Lager, the Anchor Porter. Yeah, we don't don't get much Anchor out here anymore. I don't remember seeing anything else from them here. Right. Um, Because I remember Anchor was one of the the big brands that Mm -hmm. that was around in El Paso Mm -hmm. when I was getting into craft beer. Uh, Anchor Steam, Anchor Porter. Those were... The Anchor lager Porter. just came like last year. I Anchor think. is very I, actually the the California lager. I had it for the first time when I went to the brewery, and that was two years ago. But yeah, I I highly recommend that that it's brewery. A, it's a it, great it made idea. such an impression impression on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's what I think every brewery should aspire to be. Uh, every brewery in in the, the U.S. should really see that as a as a template and a blueprint for what they can be, what they the, a, a path for what they can become and. How to do it, really? You gotta make it out there. Yeah. And and they they were they've been around through when uh, through the period when the U.S. had a, a dip in craft breweries. They survived it. They they're one of the breweries that brought the whole craft beer movement back. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but yeah, if you go to the brewery itself, it's unbelievably beautiful. Cool. Let's put it in our bucket list. Yeah, I gotta do that now. There we go. <laughs> I know. Every time we talk to somebody, it's like, I got to do this now. We've got a long <laughs> list keep, ahead keep of adding us. To it. Like, keep, keep adding. adding to it. All right. Well, next next beer Ranger Creek. Mm. La Bestia. La Bestia Aimable. 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 Whatever. A- amiable Beast? I, I no guess. Idea. Um, no idea. Ranger so Creek, that's here in. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. It's a malt beverage brewed with honey. So mm. let's see. Let's, you know, let's pour it. Ooh, it's a nice amber nice color. color. Great color. Go ahead, Primo. Yeah. Nice and dark. It's kind of dark. A little mahogany. Mm. Beautiful color. It smells kind of sweet. The honey, I pick up the honey right away in the aroma. Oh, yeah. It comes across. La bestia. Wow, it, it almost smells like a mead. Have you ever oh, had no? a mead before? Yeah. I had one in the fridge. Actually, I feel bad, but I, I don't know. I don't want to touch it because, you know, mead is super high in alcohol. And Nick and Daniela gave us this bottle of mead. Oh, it's one of hers? It's one of hers. But I got this, like, a couple years ago. Like, I think it's going to be, like, two years since they gave it to us. It, mead and won't get bad there. with age. I have it in the fridge. I don't want to, like, you know, it's so good. I don't want it to. Well, I'm, I'm halfway already, but it's you have respect for that shit. I do want to have some of that. We can have some. One day. I can I can give you a little bit Ooh. before you leave. 
tasty. A mead podcast would be a really a good. Mead podcast. That would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, we can do that with Nick and Daniela or uh, Peter. Peter uh, yeah. VK makes or his VK. own mead. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, he makes a good one too. Ooh. Wow. I wasn't expecting it to be this good because, I mean, Ranger Creek, I haven't had that many from them, but there's some that I don't, I can't, you know, they're meh, meh. but this one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, very strong malt background, little honey sweetness, not too yeah. much of a, of a hoppy presence, but Mm-mm. oh yeah, a little boozy actually. Yeah. Is this aged in something? It tastes like it was... I mean, I've had it for a year. It, it may just be... Yeah, it may just be the aging and the honey. Hmm. This is good. No idea. Um, It's a Belgian Abbey. I don't see anything no. about aging. Well, there's a barrel. Yeah, I know. I saw on that, a, too. On the bottle. But there's also a keg. Yeah. <laughs> ABV. Wow, yeah. 9.4. Holy crap. It doesn't taste like 9.4. Pairs well with lamb, game, Mm. and fowl. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. It's It's really good. You want to go pick up that roadkill and (laughs) (laughs) throw it in the oven? (laughs) Throw it in the oven. Mm. (laughs) That would be cool. All right, so I have another question. But, you know, I feel like I should, like, ask their significant others for this. You know, so they can answer this for me. Which question is this? On what if vacation? I answer in or expecting how she would answer? Does that would that help at Maybe. all? Maybe. So on what occasion do you lie? <laughs> on what occasion do I lie? Yeah. That's why I'm like, I need to ask Oliana. Oh, snap. Yeah, that is a better <laughs> question for her, I guess. Jeez. You know what I found? Okay, well, I guess this is... This is public now because well, yeah. we're on the podcast. You can't, yeah. But there may not be certain people that listen to this. There's certain homebrewers that I'll try their beer occasionally, and I don't think it's that great. But I'll. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's not. It's I. I. I've, as a homebrewer. Yes. I know how the effort, the time. Yeah, yes. there's a lot that goes into making a homebrew, and then especially when you serve it to somebody and you look at them with these big. Goo goo eyes. I call. Like, tell me what you tell think. Me. Tell me that you love the beer, and and, you and you're like, mm. you don't want to. You don't want to. It's like telling a kid that Santa Claus doesn't exist. <laughs> if you if you were to tell a home brewer that their beer sucks, it's 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 it's, it's as bad rough. as yeah. yeah. You, you you can see a disappointment in their face if, if. I mean, but you wouldn't be like that forward. Like, oh, this beer sucks. Right, right. I mean, but I I've even being like slightly negative or dismissive seems rough. So you would just say like, mmm, it's so tasty, and then so disappear the, the into worst, the restroom and the worst. Spit it out. Uh, no, no, I would never. Unless it was a bad, bad beer, I would never do that. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess uh, the what if Jesus makes a really bad beer? That's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but like one of the one of the things that that uh, I guess that I I say when when I'm trying a beer that I don't really enjoy that's a homebrew, it's like, oh yeah, it, it you can tell it's homebrew. And I guess that's the worst compliment that I'll give. You can tell it's homebrew <laughs> because if you if you homebrew, so that's when it's like, oh, it sucks. It it's pretty homebrew. much. All right, people. I just d- so you know, El Paso Homebrew Association, <laughs> whatever. If he says that, 
This tastes very homebrew. It tastes but like But I don't. I, I have not had to say that very much, thankfully. And and the reason that I that I say this is because, so one of the when I like I said my my friend that got me into craft beer, uh, he was a homebrewer. And once I started to enjoy craft beer, I was like, okay, I want to know how to make craft beer now. I want to know how to homebrew. So who was this person? Uh, just an old acquaintance that oh, I, okay. I worked so with. We shared we an office. No, no, no right. nobody that's popular in the Del Paso beer scene. Just kind of a somebody that sh- illuminated the light for me. Okay. But he, uh, so he, I, I he in- inspired me to eventually start homebrewing, and there's a homebrew club here in El Paso yeah. called the, yeah. the Borderline Brewers. Yep. Yes. And back back when I was homebrewing, uh, they had regular meetings, and I remember. Uh, going to Buddy's on Montana. That's where that was my number one place to buy beer at the time. Buddy's on Montana. And Buddy tell told me, Buddy's Beer Barn. Yes. Uh, so Buddy told me, uh, yeah, there's this there's this guy that comes in here and he gave me his card. They have a homebrew club here in town. Uh, you should check it out. And I was like, really? There's other people that homebrew here in El Paso. <laughs> I was I was amazed. Yes. I, did, I yeah. thought I was the only person. Me and my friend were the only ones making beer in El Paso. So I look him up, and I'm like, oh, sweet. They're having a, a meet next weekend, and uh, I'm going to go check it out. I, I put my name in there. I'm going to go show up. And at the time, I was still extract brewing. Uh, so I show up, and I, I pass out a couple bottles. And uh, I, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Bruce Loudon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first time I had met him. He tries my beer, and he looks at me and goes, hmm, not bad, but this is an extract batch, right? And I was <gasps> like, Oh, man. <laughs> and Bruce knows his shit. So. Bruce knows. So, um, But at the time, he was just some random person that I let try my beer. And he goes, oh, this is an extract batch, though, right? Oh. So that was I, that was his way of telling me that my homebrew wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sucked. <laughs> that was his version of me saying, oh, this it has a little bit of a homebrew quality to it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so ever since then, that's why I, I, I kind of know that. I, I, knowing being on the receiving end of that yeah. criticism, yeah, yeah, you have to you have to be gentle with people. You don't want to be like, oh man, this beer's terrible, yeah, yeah. because then you don't want somebody to just give up on a on a hobby like yeah. that when you're barely getting started and this is something that you can see them growing, right, yeah. doing something big in the future maybe, or even just perfecting their craft as a home brewer. But that could easily a comment a bad comment early on in in something like that could easily derail that. Wow. So what is what is extracts? What is it's so so when you brew a, a regular batch of beer, you take the, the the grain, you grind it up, mill it is what it's called, and you put it in a mash tun. You let it soak in hot water for about an hour or so. Uh, but extract kind of skips that whole process, and so in, instead of you, you do need a little extra equipment to do that. What extract is is, uh, and most home brewers get started this way. You get kind of it's like a syrup. There's, there's two versions. There's syrup and there's a powder. And it kind of takes the place of that, that whole step. So you, mm-hmm. you skip the beginning step and you get right into the boil. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it allows you to skip. It saves almost half, half the time brewing, but uh, you, don't, you need more equipment to do the actual regular brewing. But um, this is a good way for people to just kind of get their feet wet, right, right. see what the whole process is like, see what it takes. Uh, but it's extract brewing, and and you yeah. can do you can do extract brewing well to the point where people can't tell. But if if you don't know about temperature control and you don't know about right hitting the boil <laughs> and all that stuff, it you'll you will get some off flavors. But 
That uh, that still sticks with me when when <laughs> Bruce tried my beer. And said, oh, this is a, a homebrew batch, right? This is an extract batch. And I was like, oh man, I guess <laughs> I don't. Damn it! I guess my beer isn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> I don't think I ever had any of your homebrews. No, yeah. When I oh. met you, prima, I, I wasn't homebrewing much. Oh. We have some no, but you've tried some like at the, at a couple of the maybe. the big brew meetings. Mm. I'm pretty sure last year we had some. Yeah. I think so. And this year, was it? Oh, no, 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 we didn't take any this year. year. No. But last year, I, I'm pretty sure uh, VK and I were brewing a little bit more often mm-hmm. last year. So maybe I, I'm a little maybe. bit hazy and, and gray for all the the big brew meats. So oh, I can't say we've taken beer for sure or not. But yeah, I know. There's a chance I there was some there. I haven't had any time to brew, to be honest. It's, it's I still have like a little kit that I have not used, and I got it like. A Christmas or two Christmases ago. It's not going to get any fresher. <laughs> yeah, you need to do it now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that extract does go bad. Well, this is... Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if it's extract or what it is. I don't even know. So is, is that the the little uh, glass jug that comes with a couple of packages of hops? Yeah, the Mr. Beer Kit. Yeah. This is No, this is something from New York. Um, it's like the Brooklyn something. I don't know. I don't it's know. not the Mr. Beer, though. Okay. Yeah. That's cute. Because that's about as, as introductory introductory as you can get yeah. when yeah. it comes to home brewing. Yeah. But that's a good start. Yeah. That's I'm proud of you. Yeah. I mean <laughs> no, no, no. He hasn't made it yeah. yet. I no, haven't made it. Proud of no, him when but he I'm proud that. of him because he has that. He He's willing to start somewhere. It's just an idea at this point. Yes. <laughs> it's just Still there collecting dust. <gasps> yeah. Okay, cool. In, in my little cupboard. There it's going to go. taste like fucking like, Whew. like, what is it? Gain and suavitel, <laughs> just because it's mm, with all that stuff. Essence of fabuloso. <laughs> <laughs> that would probably sell in water. Oh, <laughs> just put some lavender in there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yay. Awesome. Well, so far, we got really good beers. Do we have any more questions? We have, we have more questions. Wow. So we've asked you what your motto is when you've lied, uh, your extravagances. Um... But what do you do when you get drunk? I get very si- philosophical when oh, I get drunk. Good. I start to uh, I think about what's the meaning of life? What what are we here for really? And and just I deep think thoughts I've seen like you that. Once. Cuz like I'm not I'm not a very You're not I'm not a very talkative drunk. I'm not a very crazy wild drunk. I'm more of a reserve like think about life type of drunk. That's why he <laughs> wants to drink with Jesus. Mm, yeah. Does it make sense? Mhm. I can ask yeah. him. I can ask him all the questions. You can just that ask him anything. Yeah. <laughs> what would you ask him? What's the meaning of life? What are we here for? And then he's just gonna turn around and say forty-two. No, he's just gonna <laughs> hand him a glass of beer and be like, "Just drink that, bro. You'll be good." If that's what we're here for, then <laughs> praise Jesus. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Fun. That's good because a lot of people climb trees or. Yeah, get naked. Things. Yeah. Which I would love to be there get, for that. Get very touchy. Touchy-feely. Yeah. They start crying. <laughs> yeah, there, I, I know several emotional drunks. I know several I'm not freaky an emotional. Drunks. I start cracking up. Like, I laugh, and I become very social and chatty. More so than already? I'm not really that social. Really? Yeah. Come on, Prima. Oh, <laughs> no. No, I'm you, not You that can't way. be a business owner and not be social. You can't but, be I mean, a bar owner and not be you social. No, you, you didn't know me before that's true i was i'm shy i was shy 
I was very... I have a uh, social anxiety, actually. Oh. Which I've been getting over because I own a business. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to get out there, and now this this helps. Podcasting helps. Alcohol but helps. Alcohol, alcohol helps. helps. The social lubricant. I use it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's funny. I, it's I, like, fuck KY, I use beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't picture you as the quiet type. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. I've only, I only now that I've been, like, spending more time with you do I see that. Because before, you seemed, like, very outgoing. Because you were the one, like, I went to your bar. I'd be just, like, reading a book or something. And you'd be, like, talking to me. And I'm just like, you're like, hey, lady, I'm trying to read over here. <laughs> and I'll be like, dude, you look like John Lennon's son. Because he had the long hair. I still looked Mexican, though. Not really. No? No, I thought you were, like, Chinese, Korean. Part Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Gangnam style, you know. <laughs> Ralph. And then I'm like, Martinez? What? You do not look. No. Martinez. And then I thought that Primo spoke Spanish, and he never wants to talk Spanish in front of me. ¿De qué estás hablando, Prima? Yo siempre hablo Now you're just tripping. No, I'm not. You never do. Ay, no manches. <laughs> Now he does. See, this, this, this is what 9.4% will do to Primo. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I, do, I, I have found that I do speak a little more Spanish the more intoxicated I get. So by okay, the end so of the I podcast... Okay, so I guess the superior did it for him because it started like... By the end of the podcast, I might be puro español. Ay, güey. Ay, güey. Está chido. Okay, and I, I can roll. I can like roll my R's with the best of them. Paul <laughs> Fierro. Okay. Do you have the same issue as me, like with people pronouncing our last name? Do you get like when you have a Ferrero? When you have telemarkers, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Do you get a lot of Ferrero? Yeah. I don't know how the heck you get. It's Ferrero. like Ferrero. Like I'm out of fucking chocolate <laughs> i'm not a i'm not a freaking sports car yeah. no but i wish a ferrari yeah. ferrari yeah. No, no but yeah I, i get a lot of ferrero yeah. and it's like fierro fierro like even fiero, if you say like fierro that's that's fine but for ferraro ferraro yeah. yeah come on come on people yeah, that <laughs> happened a lot while living in chicago even when they called my name when i was graduating michelle ferrero i'm like god damn it they have to fuck it up <laughs> Ruining my moment. Oh, my God. It was my moment. That's why graduating Michelle from Ferrero, UTEP is graduating awesome. Graduating with honors. I'm like, okay, fine. The honors. Yeah, but fuck you for mispronouncing my name. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. From early on, because I, I, I grew up in Michigan, and I was like a t-ball league, and I got an award one time. They misspelled my first name. They What? mispronounced my last name. I was just like, fuck it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I got How my trophy. <laughs> fuck up Rafael. R-A-P-H-E-A-L. Rapael? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Rapheel? Rapheel. Yeah. <laughs> Rapheel. Most people don't, they, they just don't know grammar. Oh my God. <laughs> Rapheel Martinez. All right, cool. Fuck it. <laughs> Looking around like, who the heck is that? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Seriously? <laughs> That's funny. It's oh. like, whatever, man. Call me Ralph. Ralph is easy for you guys. Yeah. You think. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs> oh man. Well the, yeah. I guess that's why we call him VK, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. That's v one of Vinayak Melarkod. That doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Well Vinayak tongue. is easy. No? 
Vinayak is easy. Yeah, Vinayak is easy. I call him Vinayak. I'm like, Victor. I'm like, his name is Victor? He looks very Indian to me. I'm like, BK. I'm like, <laughs> well, what is his name? Vinayak. Oh, Vinayak. If I, was, if I was him, I would introduce myself as Vinayak. I'd be like, screw you. Screw everybody. This is my name. Yeah. I'm not going to make an easier nickname for you. But I, I don't know. It depends on the situation. Like, I... Because in my job, like, it's multicultural. Like, we have people from all over the place. Like, my boss can't pronounce Jorge. Like, he would call him George. And it's like, it's Jorge. Like, <laughs> how can you not pronounce Jorge? You can't even say, like, Jorge. Like, no. it's, it's like a, you're going to throw no. a loogie. Jorge. Yeah, I don't know. And then I had an Indian That's co-worker. just lazy. I it's it's yeah, just lazy. I think, I think lazy. that's what it is, though. They don't want to try. No. Like, like this, this woman, her name is Bobby Ramanan. What? Yeah. So I mean, Bobby's like easy thing. That's her first name. But like Bobby. Yeah. B-O-B-B-I. Like Roberta. Bobby. Yeah. Okay. But you would introduce yourself like, like uh, a coworker like was like just introduce herself as Ramanan. So see, we were at a restaurant and she's like a table like four for Ramanan and they were like Rama Rama what? And she's like just say Bobby Bobby it's Bobby Ramadan four for Bobby. But see even that isn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> that I is think not hard. People are lazy. They yeah. don't want to. They see the first Dude, three letters. Dude, they fucked up Juan's word. name. Seriously. Quintero or? No, well, yeah, Quintero, but Juan. That's why every time he introduces Juan? himself, like, my name is Juan, J-U-A-N, Juan. Like, because they actually, one time we ordered John? Chinese, uh-huh. and they did W-A-N. Juan. Juan. <laughs> like, really? How do you fuck up Juan. Oh, I see. That's, it's that's better than I thought. I thought they were fucking it up by saying Juan. <laughs> I Juan. think they have called him that too. Juan. I don't know. But it, it, it's to that point where like, how do you fuck it up? Yeah. So. I don't know. We still got one more beer pretty well. Come on. Come on. We're already you at gotta, an, an hour gotta. and five minutes. Let's do this. This is a special. Really? Yeah, wow. Special it's been podcast. entertaining. Yeah, it's been good. I'm having fun. Yeah, this is going to go by quick. I guess we're just going to have to. We're getting there, guys. You know you like us. You know you want to hear more. We're getting past an hour long. Enjoy now we're opening up fun. a second anniversary 7437 beer by Elevation mm-hmm. Brewing Company. It's a double IPA special release. All right. We'll just pop it open and make sure you don't hit anybody. I will aim it away from anybody's face <laughs> as guns should be. Because, yeah, that last one was that was pretty, pretty, pretty a high-velocity cork. Woo! Whoa! Yay! That one didn't go? pop out as much as the last one, but made a good amount of noise. Double that, was, that sounds good. All right. I don't remember where I got this one, but. See, Prima, this is your beer. This is my beer. Ooh, sexy. There we go. Nice color. Nice head. Beautiful color. Beautiful head. I'm going to put on the music again. So far, so good for this double IPA. Looks really good. It's a double IPA, or what is it? It's a double IPA. Okay, cool. 7437. 8.31 ABV, 95 IPU. Oof. Galena, now we're in five Simcoe, minutes. Citra, Mosaic, and Chinook hops. Wow. And with this, I ask you the last question. What would you do with a million dollars? I'd probably open up Primo's again. Yeah. <laughs> I'd open up Primo's again, have Woo. a few have a few locations, and 
let's start a kickstart fund so we can get it back. Let's do it. Seriously, yeah, people, we need awesome. to have this back. An Ooh. Indiegogo. Because I'm, I'm not one of those people who can just win the lottery and I'm not going to do – I don't have to work for the yeah. rest of my life. I, if I had that much money, I would do something that I would love to do, yeah. and I love Primo's. I love craft beer, and wow. I would want to share it with everybody else. This is, this is hoppy, like in, not in the bitter hoppiness, but you can taste the hops. Like This is you, – you, did you say what hops were in here? No? Mm-mm. Did you? I did. I said, yeah. Oh, Galena, Simcoe, Simcoe Citramasek, and <coughs> Chinook. Wow. That's a good beer. Oh, yeah. Nice hop profile. Whew. And where did you get this? Um, Somewhere in Austin. Pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it pairs well with rivers, mountains, friends, and family. Okay, perfect. We I got we the Rio Grande. We here, got right? the mountain over <laughs> here. Friends. We got friends and what else? Family. Family. Yeah, you guys are primos. Yeah. Primo, primo, prima. High five. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Ooh. Oh shit, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> there she goes. That Woo. is another thing I start to do when I get a little more intoxicated. I high five people. <laughs> but I don't think that's just me. I think that's everybody. That's Drunk people everybody. in general. Well, we do get friendlier. High fiving is so much fun. You're intoxicated. It is. So, what? Oh, really? I we thought the million dollar was the last question. No, we have. I a, guess that the we have another another final question. You asked that. What is your drunk state of mind? Who's listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. There's people in El Paso. There's people in Chicago. There's people in California. Netherlands. Netherlands, Ireland, for New some Zealand, reason. New Zealand, somewhere like that. Like, yeah. Like, they're all over. You're out there. No, my, my drunk state of mind is just I want to I drink good beer with good people and, and talk about different experiences, listen to different experiences, see, see what people, see what stories they have when it mm-hmm. comes to craft beer and, and yeah, just see. Like I said, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's craft beer to me is more than just a drink. It's an experience. We're just missing Jesus here. We're just missing Jesus. Well, no, he's in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to go to the corner of Home Depot and see if I can get you a guy named Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> that that works too. Or if you have like a Virgin Mary painting I do. somewhere. I do. That, that counts. Like a good Catholic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well. But yeah, I just, I guess... Uh, Talking to new people, learning new experiences. New people. S- new people. Oh, I not thought you said you people. people. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Don't misinterpret me now. <gasps> new people. <laughs> that's that's the cool thing about craft beer. It's like a thing you bond over with. Like you bond. Like at Hoppy, at your bar, I've just like had interesting conversations with people just because we enjoy the beer or the liquor. Like yeah. I knew a guy who was coming down from I think Albuquerque. And then we just started talking about the, the craft beer series then and here. And he was, like, enjoying Hoppy Monk a lot. That's where I met him. It's really great. Cool. Because there, there really is people from all walks of life that yeah. get into craft beer. Uh, when I started working at UTEP, uh, one of our VPs, uh, he I, I came to realize first week I'm on the job, he walks into my office. He's like, hey, Paul. And I look at him. I'm like, hey. His name's Anthony. Uh, he was one of my biggest uh, c- 
customers oh, at Primo's. Really? And oh. yeah, he's, he's a VP at UTEP. That's awesome. And Dear I, Anthony, I realize, VP at UTEP. <laughs> I didn't realize. Let's start that Kickstarter. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Bring it back. But yeah, I mean, it's just craft beer brings so many people from so many different backgrounds together and, and you can find something in common and just craft beer is, is a launching pad for so many good discussions, mm-hmm. conversations and podcasts. I mean, it's, it's just yeah. a beautiful, beautiful thing in my opinion. It is a beautiful thing. And with that, we're going to wrap it up because we can keep drinking after this. There's a lot Still to have drink. a little bit of drink. All here. right. Like, and we got some meat in the fridge for Ralph. So Pop I want to, uh, cherry. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you, Primo, for coming in today, for making some time, putting the babies to sleep before you're coming in. Thank you for Aww. having me. I'm sorry I was a little bit late, but no, baby no, no, was no, being a little, okay. a little fussy before bed. It's understandable. So. But I appreciate you having me. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. It was and a pleasure uh, to be here. Just so you know, people, we need to support local. So we need to bring this this awesome, awesome place back. Yeah, if you want Primo's back, let us know. Let bring Paul know. Hashtag bring Primo's yeah. back to El Paso. There you go. Make it happen. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram. We are inside the Drinker Studio. If you're a home brewer, contact us. We want to go down. We want to see your, your setup. We want to try your beer. Um, we, we're not going to say that it tastes like homebrew. We're going to really enjoy it. Yeah, we'll be very, very nice. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. If that's the worst thing you get, that's not that bad, actually. Yeah. We're about being honest. Claudius is getting out there. Claudius, we heard about you, Claudius. I want you to be in my podcast. I love that German You got a man. bullseye on your back. Yes. So, next time. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Next time will be tipsy texan from austin just so you know so that will be a longer one and it's gonna be fun so cheers cheers guys cheers enjoy your beer all right Champagne, the ball sweat, she getting money, make it rain, bye.